Now, of course, that is just poor wording, but the internet is still up in arms, calling David biphobic, which seems pretty silly considering the track record Dragon Age has for bisexual characters. I mean, you can fuck like 90% of the people in the game, irregardless of your gender. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's okay, you can just do it. It's just just say Internet Airwaves. It sounds really cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not. Internet Airwaves. Okay then. Please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, Mark Scalia. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, you crazy kids. I am your host, Mark Scalia, and we have got a fantastic, a fantastic show. First of all, welcome. And if you're listening to Radio Irregardless, you're probably listening one of three ways. First, you're listening live through my website, markscalia.com. And if you want to be part of the live chat, which you're going to want to do that, why wouldn't you? Because it don't cost nothing. You just click that box and all of a sudden that opens up and then you get zipped over to the uh, broadcasting site called Mixler. M-I-X-L-R.com, and then you can sign in using Facebook and another email address, and then you can live chat with myself, my guest, and the lovely listeners. And if for some reason you can't listen live, maybe you're busy, maybe there's a show on TV you want to watch and you don't have a DVR like me. I don't know. There's a lot of different reasons. But we love it if you listen live so you can be part of the chat. But if you can't, you can always listen to the old shows. And I say old shows, but see, we're live. And after we're done, the show gets slightly edited for time. And then it gets uploaded to iTunes. And you can listen to it that way. And as always, every single week, we start every single show bringing you up to speed about things that have been kind of going on. Things have been kind of happening with the happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to them? That's the When? Just now. We're it now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. And it's been a, a very, very interesting time between shows. Last week, uh, the first Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival went through. It was Thursday, Friday, and Saturday phenomenal response both the city of salem and the residents and people all around just really just overwhelming response and some amazing amazing i should say some all all the comics were amazing the audiences really enjoyed them everybody had fantastic sets they were really good people good to work with we all networked the comics really enjoyed their nights whether it was the pre-show dinner at kodo or the, the pre-event sampling at far from the tree or the comedy dinner which was a lot of fun the food was fan fucking fantastic oh my god the food was so good my only thing was i couldn't eat my food through dinner because i was kind of uh, still putting things together and and just you know talking to everybody so i didn't get a chance to enjoy my dinner uh I, I shouldn't say that i didn't get a chance to eat my dinner at one sitting but i enjoyed the night entirely and we were uh we were over capacity i mean i was supposed to sell like 
50 tickets. I think I sold like 65. So uh, it was like standing room only. It was, it was just so, so fun on the, uh, the, the Saturday night at Opus. And I'd like to thank all the, all the venues, Kodo, Far From the Tree, Cidery, and Opus. Just fantastic. And everybody just affiliated and associated with all those wonderful venues. And of course, I sent out my emails going, thank you guys so much. And they were like, this is fun. This is amazing. Let's do it next year. And I'm like, yes, we will. Yes. And maybe next year I'll make some money. Probably not, but whatever. (laughs) But I had a great time. I really did. I had a fantastic time. And I can't thank the comics enough. The comics were just phenomenal as supportive and coming in from, we had Pete uh, Wallenach coming in from Kentucky. We had Danny Rathbun out of New York. So he came up. We've had Danny Gilbert coming down from Claremont, New Hampshire, two and a half hours. We had Mark Turcott drove two hours from Maine. And it was just, it was just all great. And guys coming up from Rhode Island. So it was another, it was during the week. So, and of course our guest tonight, one of the amazing comics from the uh, Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival, Jess Miller, but I will tease that out a little bit more, and she's out of Western Mass. But we'll get a chance to talk to her in a little bit. But there's a lot of things going on. I've been planning more work. I'm starting to get more work as a, as a comic, which is good. I like working. I love working. I love telling jokes. It's a great job. It's just fantastic to to just make people laugh and get paid for it. <laughs> Why not? It's 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 fun. So I've been busy booking work, so my calendar is kind of kind of filling up. This weekend, I'll get to that, but that's enough. Um I just came from the Laugh Boston quote unquote uh, Christmas party, which is the now the New Year's party, and saw a couple comics and actually a few comics I knew and introduced myself to a couple comics that I've heard their name bantered around around the Boston area, but I literally did not know at least two-thirds of the room. And, I mean, I've been doing stand-up for 25 years in the city, and I don't know these people. So I felt like the old guy in the room. Like, I'm there going, uh, look at all these fucking kids today. Look at their fucking phones. And, and I'm there kind of, not mumbling, but certainly mumbling in my head. I just, I literally felt like the old guy. And I'm like, it's, it's, it's such a weird thing to get old in a business that is very hot and moving all the time. And we we experienced some some celebrity death, and this is a segue to this. Was it uh, Glenn, Glenn? Was it Glenn Fry from the Eagles? He passed. David Bowie, Alan Rickman. A lot of these, like this, is my generation of celebrities. Like it's not like well, John Wayne, you know, Johnny Carson. They were on the cusp of it, or you know, things like that. But people in bands I grew up with, actors I've you know seen this like almost in my demographic, they're all dropping. And I started thinking, what the fuck is gonna? Where is this gonna be in twenty years? Seriously, I mean, it's probably like that for every generation. But I just literally felt like the old guy in the room. And I'm like, well, in 20 years, is Justin Bieber going to be, and I hate to say it, and I'm using air quotes, the David Bowie of his generation? Probably not. But I mean, what are the new people, what do the younger people have, younger people? See, it's so weird. I don't even know how to phrase it. It's just a fucked up thing. Yeah, Willie Nelson is still kicking. Willie Nelson, and you know what's fucking, what, Keith Richards is still fucking alive. Keith Richards is still alive. Are you shitting me? Fuck. Keith Richards is still alive. Oh, unbelievable. But yeah, it just it's it's so weird to see how things like usually you got to wait 30, 40, 50 years for things to change this abruptly, but in 20 years things have changed so much. And I talk about it on stage and I talk about it personally. It's just it's so it's so strange. 
So, moving on. Oh, and speaking of strange, um, we're supposed to get some snow this weekend. Not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It really isn't. I mean, it's New England. It's January. We're supposed to get snow. But they started talking about this particular storm, which isn't going to hit until Saturday in this area. They started talking about on Monday. I get so fucking anxious when they mention snow now because it's not just snow. It's, oh, no, we have a storm coming. No, and they fucking and they have all this breaking news storm center. And it's like, I'm like, I'd rather hear about fucking the Middle East. I really would. I'm like, how many people die in the Middle East? Just give me that information first before you tell me apocalyptic snow is coming. And it's just, uh, it's not even it's not even that I have to shovel because I don't mind shoveling, but it's the panic around it. It's I miss I miss not knowing shit. Like, oh, it's gonna snow tomorrow. Oh, I didn't know that. I fucking miss that. I want I want that shit again. That's the, that's the old guy I want to be. I want to be that fucking thing. But they try to scare you with snow, and they do it all the time. Anyway, <laughs> Jason says keep food, water, and lube on hand, and I'll be fine. Um. I don't know if I'd be fine. I'm I'm uh, rather uncomfortable by the, uh, the not so much the food and water. Need that. Need definitely need food and water. Lube, not really in the top five things I'm going to need in a crisis. No. See, lube is because you you have a crisis. I think. I think. Oh, this anyway, so uncomfortable. You know something? Since the listeners are chatting up some stuff online, what do you guys say? I play a little game with you, and a game I've never played with the listening audience. How about we play How Do You Take Direction? How do you take direction? I just asked that. I just asked that question. So this is a game, a quick little thing before I get to my first break and my guest. I'm going to play you a clip from a movie, and you have to guess the director. So we've got a bunch of listeners, and uh, let's see if we can do this. Here we go. Here's the first one. Very quick clip. Only 30 seconds. Humans don't deserve to live. They deserve to choose for themselves. And you will die with them. It, it seems like a long clip. Yeah. See, okay, here we go. Ready? Uh, bad dialogue. <laughs> Almost no dialogue. A lot of explosions and a lot of screaming. <laughs> I give you one hint. <laughs> Well, that was a few hints. Every movie he makes is the same thing. Nobody's chatting it up. Nobody's even going to attempt. Well, the clock has now expired. That is from the movie Transformers. It was the first one. It was Transformers. And that was Michael Bay. No points. Nobody even took a swat at it. That's fine. Here you go. Second one. A little longer. Hey, Mike. Hello, fellas. Everybody's here. Freddy. Tom. Good to see you, Mike. How are you, Mo? All right. You got everything you want? The chef cooked for you special. The dancers will kick your tongue out, and your credit is good. Drug chips for everybody in the room so they can play in the house. Huh. My credit good enough to buy you out? <laughs> buy me out. Casino. The hotel. Corleone family wants to buy you out. The Corleone family wants to buy me out? No. <laughs> I buy you out. You don't buy me out. Your casino loses money. 
Maybe we can do better. You think I'm skimming off the top, Mike? You're unlucky. <laughs> you goddamn guineas really make me laugh. I do you a favor and take Freddie in when you're having a bad time, and then you try to push me out. Wait a minute. <laughs> Did you... Godfather 3? Karen, cut the shit, really? Casino? <laughs> no. Because that was Mo Green talking to Michael about buying a casino. Unfucking believable. That was the Godfather, the first one. So Karen gets a prize. Karen doesn't get a prize. Karen didn't even come close. She said God GF3, which I don't know what GF3 means. <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola. Unbelievable. You guys suck at this game. How about a comedy? How about this one? Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> Famous quote. By the power vested in me, by the honorable William J. LaPetamane. <laughs> I hereby assume the duties of the office of sheriff in and for the township of Rockridge. Gentlemen, gentlemen, let us not allow anger to rule the day. As your spiritual leader, I implore you to pay heed to this good book and what it has to say. <laughs> Son, you're on your own. <laughs> no, not the Martian. It's not the fucking Martian. <laughs> Worthy of an academy. Come on, that was Blazing Saddles. Who directed Blazing Saddles? Oh, I am the old guy in the room. This is fucking terrible. Mel Brooks directed Blazing Saddles. Uh, it, maybe it's the delay. Maybe it's not me. Maybe it's the delay. But, you know, I don't have time. I really don't. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, since nobody got anything, <laughs> fucking, you better hang your head low. It's fucking terrible. If Kim Santa was on, she'd bury you. Anyway. We're going to take our first break, and when we come back, uh, we have got an amazing comedy, Blazing Saddles. It was on the tip of my tongue. Sure it was. Sure it was fucking hassles. <laughs> we're going to take our first break, and when we come back, we're going to listen to uh, an amazing comic who did a phenomenal job at Far From the Tree Cidery on Friday night. Killed it. Killed it. Jess Miller will be joining us, and she's out of the Springfield area, Western Mass. And uh, I know you guys are going to really enjoy it. I'm looking forward to the interview. And we've got a great show. So, guys, stick around. We'll be right back after this commercial. You're listening to Radio Irregardless. What the f? It's snow. Several inches on the house tonight. Sweep the porch and steps and it'll be fine. All this snow is make me lose my mind. I just want to see it. Every day I'm shoveling. Shoveling, shoveling. We're getting more snow tonight. Do I look like I'm having a good time? We're all gonna lose our minds. Everybody, it's winter time. It's not snowing again. Oh, no. that. Every day I'm shoveling. Clean your car off. Really, clean off your f***ing car. 
Hi there, this is Pete Wallenach, and you're listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. More people watch public access than listen to this. What the hell are you doing? And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me via Skype is the aforementioned, very funny, Jess Miller, everyone. Oh, thank you, Mark. How are you, Jess? I'm doing well. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm anticipating several inches of snow. (laughs) (laughs) Which, who cares? Uh, You know, every year in New England, they're like, oh, it's snowing again. No shit. It's so shocking. Thing, isn't it? <laughs> it's fucking. It's like, like for, forgetting I think how to drive. If I lived in Florida, I'd be like, "Oh my god, it's gonna snow." Yeah. It's not New England. It's not New England. <laughs> well, and it, New England. actually, the weird thing is, Florida had one of its coldest summers, and it got like below freezing most of the time. Like a lot of the oranges and stuff got all fucked up. But you know, that's like the extreme weather. It's I stopped like, drinking orange juice because of it. <laughs> Like, like everything, everything is extreme. Like Red Bull, extreme. You know, it's like extreme. It's like those forty ounces of what's that? What's that? Go Loco or Full Loco? Or it's I all. Have the, no idea. I'm as old as you are. I think. <laughs> no, you're younger than me. Yeah, I'm way younger than you. You are fucking. <laughs> fucking whatever. It was a trap. It was a trap. It, it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. It is a trap. So, Jess, let me uh, let me tell these people right away who you are. Okay. This is my guest. This is Jess Miller. She's out of the uh, Springfield Western Mass area. And if you want to free stalk her, there are three, at least three ways to do it. And I'll, you know, something I'll produce the, I'll produce the three ways you should do it. You can visit her on Twitter. She is at Jess Comedy, and also on Facebook, Jess Miller Comedy. Or if you don't want to do any of those things, and I mispronounce it or whatever you can always visit her website it's jessmillercomedy.com and i visited jessmiller.com and i saw i saw all the stuff you got going on very impressive thank you and there, yeah, it's a lot do you know well you must know this there's there's another jess miller doing comedy out there you know it's interesting i do know that um i was actually in a show at caroline's the uh march madness show a couple of years ago and i had to go up against pat dixon so i took everything on youtube off so he wouldn't know who I was, and this Jess Miller person came up, which I thought was fantastic because I don't look anything like her. No. Nothing. She's, like, short and petite and has long hair, and then I'm, like, so not that person. It was fantastic. Yeah. I saw her videos. She seems all right. She's okay. Yeah. I mean, we're all we're all doing this, right? I mean, like, you can't, you can't judge people. Yeah, you can't. Oh, fuck, you yeah, can. Fuck oh, it, you can. Fuck, you, you can. can. People. You know, some audiences do it all I the time. I judge them silently. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> That's because you have a dick. It's the testicles that give me power, not the penis. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> yes. Oh, not uh, power. Power to the nuts. Power to the penis. So. Well, I have, I have chestnuts, so that should work, right? Yes. Well, your your chestnuts are inside, so... No, my chestnuts are outside. You have chestnuts They're outside? Chest nuts. Oh, chest nuts. Oh, yes. Well, the breasts are pretty powerful. I would, i.e., chestnuts, aka chestnuts. Oh, see, I would have. Hazard- I have to explain it to you. It's not funny. <laughs> you, you, you said chestnuts. Chestnuts. See, it's alliteration. Here's my funny story about alliteration. I was in Montreal and they were doing a drawing, and the, the host of the show said, Hey, Mark, uh, could you go in the back and get the picture? And I was like, okay. So I went in back, and I'm looking around for a picture. 
and I don't see one. And I come out, and he goes, do you have it? And I go, where is it? He goes, it's on the counter. I go back, and I go, there's no picture there. And then I look at it. It's a picture. With, Not a picture. With, it's, it's a, so I grab the picture, and I walk out, and I go, I go, I go I'm from Boston. This is a picture. <laughs> I, I was looking. I was looking for like a picture on the wall. <laughs> I was thinking baseball pitcher. Well, see, that's what I thought too. But I thought pitcher, because he goes go back there and get the pitcher. And I was like, I'm looking for a pitcher. Like a picture yeah. is like a picture, a picture or a pitcher. So it's yeah. so that's and why I didn't understand it? it. Well, I would say it's a picture on the wall. A pitcher. I would say, yeah, it was a pitcher on the I wall. I can't even do it. I can't do the accent. <laughs> I can't do the Boston accent. Well, no, you'd say a pitcher. You'd say pitcher. pitcher. Yeah, I pitcher. drop. I drop my. Uh, I drop my. Drop the ah. Well, drop I. I do. I still have some of a dialect, but, but that's why I didn't get your chestnut joke. Well, it was there. <laughs> well, so far be it from me to deny it was there. I uh, roll back the tape. Ask Let your me... wife. Ask your wife. It was there, right, what? Karen? Just type yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, this is Jess Miller breaking my balls or my lower nuts, and she's got just nuts. She was I don't even know what you would call yours. Like, what were they? Like pistachios? <laughs> I, I don't know. This is. I don't know. You think I have to think of a big nut like a walnut? This is like the longest intro that I've never gotten to. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. This is funnier than what I was going to say. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But this is my guest, Jess Miller, very very funny comic out of the Springfield area. Yep, Springfield. And you were part of the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival on the Friday night at Far From the Tree. And we had just, that was such a good night. Oh, my God. Oh, my was God. That, a good night. that was fantastic. And everybody did fantastic. Everybody. Killer. Yeah. Just kill. I was really impressed. Like, I know a lot of the guys that performed that night. And I was like, wow, they're fun. And everybody's going to have a good time. But everybody brought it to a new a new level, which was phenomenal. Like even even Matt Barry who closed and Matt's really funny. Matt he, he was looking at his phone going, I gotta go with my jokes. I don't know what I'm gonna do. And I'm like, You're gonna be fine, man. It's gonna be great. <laughs> and then he gets up and he ripped the place apart after all that talent in front of him too. It really yeah. you know, it was just the audience was just so amazing that night. And oh, it, that and audience comics. was fantastic. Oh I, wanted, I would love to have that audience every single night I performed. Oh shit, yeah. And I wish you know what I wish? I wish we could do comedy there on a regular basis and I may approach them on something like that doing a uh, maybe a once a month or once every three three months kind it's of thing. It's a really nice space. The acoustics are fantastic. Yeah, and it, you don't need much. You do. Nope. Yeah, that's and we, I didn't even have that sound system up all the way. That's the weird part. But oh, oh my fantastic. god! So yeah, you 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 did fantastic. Everybody Thank loved you. you. People were still Thank asking you. about you, and I've gotten. They were like, "Oh, Jess Miller is very funny." They go, "You gonna have on the show?" And I go, "Yeah." But usually you work on Wednesdays, which is weird because yeah, you now you run your own or you host your own show. Yeah, oh. yeah, but that's only once a month. That's once a month, so we could coordinate. Okay, <laughs> that's why it worked. That's <laughs> but yeah, you run the show at the Hukilau. Yes, and that is in Springfield, Chicopee, Mass. Oh, it's in Chicopee. That's right. And you know, right. I say that because I've been there, but I've never performed there. It's great. It's, oh, it's a phenomenal space to perform in. And I mean, it wouldn't be good if you only had two people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Karen want to know, did you find something to eat? Oh, did you? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God, yes. We went to, um, we found some a place to eat. We went to, uh, I think it was the Asian Grill and Sushi Place. Do you know where that is? 
it was great up until they had some sort of metallic band start playing, and that was about five minutes after we walked in. You went to Kodo. So we What's that? Did you go to Kodo? Kodo. It could have been Kodo, yeah. Yeah, because then they do like punk rock. It was this, It was where we had comedy the night before. Yeah, punk rock. It's, it was, that is it was such a strange... Hilarious. It's such a strange room because... It, it like that like their food is really good and then for no apparent reason they bring in these weird punk rock and it's like the punk rock dive place it was crazy yeah. the the uh, servers had earplugs in their ears yeah. <laughs> i was like i'm like they were talking to me i'm like i can't hear you i just kind of mind the words i'm we, like i have no idea what you're saying well you know it's what's funny loud. you know it's funny they had earplugs the night we did uh, stand up the night before too uh, did they really no they didn't <laughs> I was like, they just walk around. Not a good way to plug your show. No, <laughs> it's a terrible way to plug the show. But Dakota was very, uh, the food is good. The, the food they had the yeah, night before, their samples, their dinners, they had, and I'm not even lying, the, the tray of sushi was probably a 12 by 12 square plate. And when I say it was piled with sushi, I mean, it was piled with sushi. Uh, the bento box was like 18 inches by 12 inches. It had everything wow. in it. It was, yeah. The food, people were so excited about all the comedy and the food com- combination and the drinks and the Mai Tais were flying. And then the, they had the Suffering Bastard, which was me because I was producing that show. Uh, <laughs> but They named it after you. But yeah, they did. I, well, it's a Suffering on Stage Bastard. So, But that's enough about me and the festival and everything. So tell my listeners about how long you've been doing comedy, Jess. Uh, I am going into my fourth year. Only four? What the fuck? I am an old man. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, four years. Ugh. It'll be four years in June. And you're killing it. You're killing it. I work my butt off. Yeah. And yeah, and, and you I guys, really do. Yeah. and not just the links I put up because uh, on Twitter, Facebook, and um, and your website, but uh, you have a lot of stuff on YouTube. You've been to Caroline's, you travel all over the place. You you do a lot of road work too, don't you? Uh, you know, I do whatever I can, especially in New England. I've started mm. uh, applying to more comedy festivals. Nice. Mostly where my family lives, just so I can go out and visit them and stay with them for free. Where are you, you know, from? They're like, hey, I'm coming out to do comedy. Can I stay? Are you, are you from New England originally? No, no. Uh, Tennessee, like about a little mm, 45 minutes northwest of Nashville. Uh, I was actually, Pete and I were having this conversation yeah. at the festival. I was actually born in Fort Campbell, Kentucky. So I lived in Clarksville, Tennessee, which is right across the border. Okay. Uh, my dad was in the Air Force, and then uh, I went to Oregon. I moved to Oregon. So I lived there for a while and then I moved up to Seattle. Then I was in the military for a while. So I'm, I've been around. I've been oh. around and I have family uh, down south and on the West Coast. Well, maybe hopefully uh, you and Pete could. Uh, Pete's a really nice guy and he, he was so, so supportive of everything here. Um, maybe mm-hmm. you and him can, you know, I hope you had a chance to network with him as well to try yeah, to yeah, yeah, get yeah. some work down yeah, there. Yeah, he's in Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah. He's so, a, he's so fun. He was like, he, on, the, uh, on, the, on the Thursday night, he saw Chris Benny doing stand-up. He goes, oh, my God, he is so funny. I went, he's a middle here. <laughs> and he went, what? <laughs> and here's the funny thing. Yeah, there's there's a lot of talent in New England. Yeah. Matt Barry usually opens a show. He's actually starting to middle. But on a lot of shows, he's actually either opening or hosting uh, for a lot of shows. He's just really funny. And I was like, you know, I, I love Matt. He's a sweetheart of a guy. And he's really funny. And he's doing mm-hmm. like twenty twenty five, and he does a killer twenty twenty five minute set. He really does. Yeah, he has a lot to look forward to. Yeah, he's killing it. So, 
Uh, so you're doing a lot of work traveling around, going to festivals, all that stuff. And you do a lot of fundraising and stuff like that. Tons of fundraising. That, well, that's yeah. what comedy's paired with over the past like five years. Like you get a, you get like clubs are, aren't, I had this discussion with multiple comics. Clubs aren't really doing what they should do anymore because there's too much comedy available. But comedy as a fundraiser is, is really a great idea and it packs the audience. Yeah, you know, it's, it's kind of a cool thing for me too because I like doing things that are good for people. So um, if I can combine that with comedy, and I think you have a winning combination. I don't, I don't necessarily do it for the money because, as you know, it's there's not a lot of money in stand up all the time. Nope. Um, <laughs> so you know, like I, I might get paid a little bit here and there, but for the most part, it's just about doing it. It's stage time, stage time, stage time, stage time. And do you? And that's my. Now, now you do the fundraisers, but do you have the venue, or that you just? How does that I work? get different. I get different venues. Uh, sometimes the people that I'm doing the fundraisers for have venues, and I'll use their venue. Um, I haven't run into uh, any kind of venues where they don't have a stage or microphone or lights. So I've been very lucky. But I, I also have venues that I use. I'll use uh, Cabot Comedy Club in Chicopee, yeah, which Marty Caproni started. Um, that's a great, great little club. Um, and then I'll use uh, the Hookie Lao, which is fantastic. I have a fundraiser there at the end of February. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'll try. I'll try different places. I know I'm doing a fundraiser at the end of the month at Cabot, so um, I think that's going to be really great. Nice. But yeah, I try to. I try to find venues that are pretty much they're you know basically set up for a comedy show. <laughs> a lot of people do it at the VFW. I have one coming up at the Elks. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's a ton of those. I mean, I do Elks and VFWs all the time, and you know, either their sound is okay, or the or the whoever's ever producing the show just has really good sound, and it's it usually works out really nice. It's bad when the sound sucks. Oh, I love the the 1950s building that's got the you know the 20 foot high ceilings and with the, the built in with the built in ceilings. <laughs> yeah, because it's like <laughs> okay, we're gonna tell some comedy now, and comedy is as great as yeah, let me tell you some jokes. <laughs> Yeah, and then you have the older people go, what did he say? Yeah, and then people on speaker go... And your husband's like, it wasn't a he, it's a she. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here's the thing. Speaking of that, you have a lot of you have a lot of jokes. Well, I would say a lot of jokes, but you do spend some time talking about your your appearance and stuff like that. Matter of fact, we have a clip coming up with I, which I think is an hysterical clip. Um, but <laughs> your your look, your I'll say your look because a lot of comics a, a lot of comics have a thing. Um, I I love your look and you your your whole persona is just so fun. Thank it's, you. It's just so fun. It's like you don't. Uh, it, it's a lot of comics take their they take it too seriously, and you take your job serious, but you don't take yourself serious, and you make fun of yourself as much as you make fun of the ridiculousness of what you see. It's right. you have a really yep. good style. Re- um, really, just a lot of fun to watch. Thank you. Yeah, and I when you submitted for the festival, I saw you. I looked at the video, and I just like I told everybody, I said I decided maybe anywhere between 30 seconds to a minute and a half if I knew I wanted people in the fest. Because I'm like, I can tell by the jokes if somebody's a dick. <laughs> I, I can. Like, you know if somebody's a dick. You, yeah. Like, you know that. I mean, I don't care how funny somebody is. I just, I'm like, oh my God, the audience is going to love them. I'm like, yeah, but I still have to talk to these fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And you, uh, yeah. you know the funny thing was? When I met uh, your, your other half, what's her name? Mm-hmm. Stephanie. When I met Stephanie, uh, she's a teacher. 
Yeah. And I said, hi, Stephanie. It's Mark. Nice to meet you. And she, <laughs> she was like, like almost stone faced for a second. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be fun. And then I went, oh, it's, and then she started smiling. I went, oh, she's breaking my balls or something. But it was fun. And I, oh, no, I know what it was. It was, you go, oh, I'm on to meet my girlfriend. And we walked in the, the bar. We walked straight to her. I went I'm straight like, to what? her. And you go, what? She looks like a lesbian? I go, no, she's sitting all by herself. That's why I went to her. <laughs> Everybody else is paired and three to the groups. And you're like, she look like a lesbian? I go, well, no, she said, well, she, yeah, she looks like a lesbian, but she's also sitting by herself. <laughs> yeah, I was fucking FBI. I figured that one all CIA on you. I went, you did, you I did. did. Yeah, he went all stealth on. I me. was like, let me, let me matlock this smell bitch. Smell the lesbian in the bar. <laughs> yes, I was the crime. I was the McGruff, the crime dog, and sniffed that one out pretty quick. Well, we have a we have a smell. It's, it's kind of like a, it smells like a Subaru, but it's, it's there if you smell it. <laughs> I was like. I smell Outback. I smell Outback. Where is that Outback? I sniff us out. (laughs) I smell leather and bitterness. Where is this? So gross. (laughs) (laughs) It's like walking a super district. Oh, that new lesbian smell. I like. You know that could be their new. That could be their new tagline. I don't know why they don't. The new lesbian smell. I don't know. <laughs> well, you know the funny thing about Subaru is I was in a car accident like um I don't know like eight, eight, eight years ago in the back of a Subaru and the uh, the airbags like we were, I mean I was should have been killed I mean everybody in the oh, car should, yeah it was that kind of bad like the whole front of the car was like sheared smooth like somebody took a hot knife and just oh, melted the yeah and I just I was sitting in the back with a seatbelt and the guy who, got, who who was driving he bought another Subaru and uh, you know they had the commercial like. Like a year, not even a year after that, they go, they lived, they lived, they lived. They lived. You know, the, you remember those commercials with the Subaru? They lived. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was all smashed they up. And I'm like, Subaru built by lesbians. <laughs> built by lesbians for lesbians, <laughs> or people who think that they're lesbians. No, it used to be Subaru. Nothing penetrates our cars. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. It's that's terrible that's terrible uh, <laughs> oh, that's funny it's nothing wrong with it <laughs> yeah so yeah i yeah i don't have i don't have any issues i i like to make fun of things you know i mean it is what it is if you look like a duck and walk like a duck some people are going to think you're a duck even though you're not a duck <laughs> so i just i just play up to it you know was it it's your fun. joke i was watching a bunch of clips do you have a joke something about rosie o'donnell yeah i do okay somebody thought you were rosie o'donnell yeah, okay. yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> yes, I don't know why. You don't I look it's like just I have. I'm fat. I'm gay, and I have brown hair. So apparently, I'm like Rosie Donald. <laughs> That's. Like- I don't know. It's just the dumbest thing. I'm like, I actually, I had a guy, and this has been happening to me since I gained weight. I've had like eight knee surgeries, so I'm I'm just super fat now, and uh, it's what, just ridiculous. What's wrong with your I walked into this place, and this guy. Looks at me and he says, "Are you Rosie O'Donnell?" And I said, "No." And he's like, "Are you sure?" <laughs> I'm like, what the, are you fucking kidding me? Of course I'm. Sh- I know who I am. <laughs> I know who I'm not. And about thirty minutes later, I walked past him again, and he said, "Are you sure you're not Rosie O'Donnell?" <laughs> and I was like, "I need to put that into my jokes." <laughs> so, and it happens. It happens a lot. Oh. It's just crazy. There's so many funny things that happen in comics. People don't even believe us half the time. <laughs> yeah. No, I would agree with that. Yeah, just gets, I I actually base most of my jokes are based off of real life things, <laughs> and then I and then I'll exaggerate the hell out of them, but um, just you know to make them a little bit funnier. I mean, they're already ridiculous. Yeah, 
my jokes are absolutely ridiculous, but they come from real life. So, well, I love truth. Truth, you know, truth. If there's got to be truth in comedy, I mean, it's exaggerated mm-hmm. truth, but it's still the truth, and you got to have fun exactly. with it. And you, I you, agree. You really were having a great time, and uh, you were funny, fun, fun. And oh, I had every, a blast. Everybody loved you. Everybody loved you. Oh my god! Great. Oh my god! <laughs> I really, I really wanted to do everybody in that bar. There were well, there was this one guy with like six chicks, and he was like, you know, he was like no gain, no game yeah. at all. Uh, I don't know. I asked the lady. He was sitting next to if she was dating, and she said he was married to him. Oh no, no. The, is that the woman in the red coat? Uh, I can't remember. Stage left. There was. Well, I got a photograph. Remember, I remember the whole thing. Um, there was an older woman. They were married. They were oh, married no. thirty-two yeah, years. Yeah, no, no. I'm talking about the young kid. Yeah, the, the kid to the right. Sitting, yeah, yeah. And the girl. Yeah, apparently, he was married because I asked his friend if she was dating, and maybe she thought I was hitting on her. I don't know. <laughs> but she's like, "Oh no, I'm married to him." <laughs> That's yeah, funny. Like, okay. Thanks. That's funny because yeah. she wasn't even going to go near him at all. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was married once I asked her if she was dating. Oh. Oh. That's, I'm like, yeah. yeah. I'm not, you're, yeah. I'm not interested. I, <laughs> thanks anyway. Yeah. Well, actually, you know, something I got that too. I was like, hey, can I buy you a drink? I'm married. Okay. That was fun. That was interesting. No one bothered to check the ring on her hand, right? No. I don't think she was wearing one. Not for me. <laughs> well, oh. my my wife was yeah. running the door, so I I had shit to do anyway. Yeah, I got you. It was day. fun. It was that was such an amazing crowd. Oh my god! Oh, the little old lady, the little old la- old lady in the back oh, killed yeah. me. I was like, oh my god, she's gonna die. Oh my wife! My, I always my wife just tempted a ham. Like what? What? <laughs> I just gave you credit. Oh my God! You were there. You saw what I did. No, anyway, is she standing in the room with you? No, she's downstairs. That's the funniest oh, okay. part. She's and she listens. Actually, she might be in the bedroom because it's cold in my house. It's fucking cold. <laughs> it's cold. Anyway, it's New England. It like is. you're surprised. It, I, I'm you, not. You're surprised. saying it like you're surprised. So we're going back to the beginning of this. Oh my God! <laughs> it's cold. Well, you know, speaking of that, let me do the, what the other two ladies needed the balcony like the Muppets. <laughs> the two old late. The two yeah. older ladies. Yeah. That's what she said. But you That's know something? Let, let's do this. Uh, let's take our second break. And when we come back, I'm going to play a quick game with you, and I'm going to test your ridiculous knowledge of movies. I have no knowledge of movies, but we'll play. It'll go. It'll be very interesting. All right. Okay. We'll be right back. You guys listen to Radio Irregardless. We'll be right back. Are you seasonally depressed? If so, CSUN Depressitol may be right for you. Millions are already taking CSUN Depressitol. Some people have had changes in behavior, hostility, agitation, anxiety, anger, constipation, excessive gas, and vomiting. If taking CSUN Depressitol has any of the aforementioned effects, stop taking it immediately. Get on a plane, buy a sun lamp, yell at strangers. Good luck. It's going to be a long one. Hi, this is Caroline Picard, the Cajun Queen, with March Dahlia and Irregardless Radio. Yeah, he's the first Bostonian I ever wanted to bang 10 years ago at the New Orleans Comedy Festival, but no, I had to be a nice girl back then. And you're back at Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. <laughs> and that was uh, Caroline Picard out of the, the Gulf Coast area, and I met her 10 years ago at the New Orleans Comedy Festival. But we have Jess Miller on the Skype line right now, and I met her through the Salem Comedy and Spirits Festival. So we're having a lot of fun. So here's what we're going to do. Jess, we're going to play a quick game with you called 
foreign offensive. Okay. <laughs> Can you Americans speak any other language than English? <laughs> this is where I play a clip from a movie of somebody doing a terrible accent and you have to guess the accent they're doing it's pretty easy okay, it's, and here's what we're going to do now jess you and i are speaking through skype so where our conversation is virtually instantaneous whereas right. the listening audience is experiencing a delay then they have to figure out if they know it and then they have to type it so through all that time it may be it may take them like five to eight to ten seconds you on the other hand if you know it you can just go and you just tell me you just blurt okay. it right out and that's it so that's your advantage that it takes them longer but your disadvantage there's more of them than of you uh not a lot tonight but that's fine it's a cold night it's a cold night it's, it's a know, cold night in new england and we're just gonna keep pressing the whole cold stuff we get, yes it's cold and you have to listen so here we go it's, 22 seconds all right did you throw this shoe at me my friend no so sure looks like it was you then who threw it Okay, you're lucky I'm in good mood. I'll let you off the hook. <laughs> Nobody spits on me. <laughs> Shit. Oh, I think it might be Indian. No, it's definitely not that. No, it's not Indian. Mm. I'll give you a little hint. That was um, Adam Sandler. Oh, is that Native American? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what, he was Adam a, Adam Sandler in what movie? Uh, if I give you the movie, well, the audience isn't even close. How about the movie You Don't Mess with the Zohan? I'm typing this in on my computer right now. No, you can just say it. Oh, uh, that's hilarious. Oh, no. Not, oh, you're Googling it. Are you shit? Of course I'm Googling <laughs> it. I'm a cheater. Israeli. It's Israeli. That would be correct. Uh, see, uh, correct though. See what happens when you Google things. That's Everything right. power in Google. All right, then uh, you know something. That's one for you. Zero for the audience. Here's the second yeah. one. This one's a little tough. All right. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. Oh hey, Johnny. What's up? I have a problem with Lisa. She says that I hit her. <sighs> what? Well, did you? No, it's not true. Don't even ask. What's new with you? <laughs> <laughs> That's from a real movie, by the way. That's the worst movie ever. <laughs> yeah, Karen knows it. Karen may get this one. Oh, my God. I have no idea what that is from. It's from a movie. Oh. It's a movie called The Room, which is a terrible, terrible. And you gotta, it's online. You can watch the whole movie. It is fucking horrible. And it's called The Room? The Room, yes. And the name of the actor who also directed it and wrote it, his name is oh, no. Tommy Wiesel. Oh, I have no clue. It sounded like almost Canadian. It does sound like Canadian, but it's, he's, not, he's not Canadian. In this, he's not trying to be Canadian. Oh, what's his, what is he trying to be? Well, if I give you that, then you can... <laughs> I'm very sneaky. It's, very be, sneaky. Very, very sneaky. And I, you know, it, it, I, I was thinking Fargo, too, North Dakota. No. I, I they would have said A. I don't, I don't know where he is from, but <laughs> the city in which he is uh, doing it is where I'm saying the accent's supposed to be. <laughs> I have no clue. No clue. Nobody? No, Saida. 
No, Eliza, you didn't sigh that. You didn't even say that. That was from, again, The Room, Tommy Wiseau. And the movie takes place in San Francisco. So he's supposed to be doing a San Franciscan dialect, which is... Oh, okay. But he's horrible. It's a bad attempt. That was bad. It was it was definitely American. It it was it was just his trying attempt. to figure out which part of America it was from. But the movie, I'm telling you, the movie is fucking god awful, and it's so funny. You're like, is this a real movie? And they made it like a real movie. I'm telling you, it's like it's like people go to watch it like Rocky Howard Picture Show, except it's oh not even remotely close to good. So <laughs> it's just like they <laughs> shit hilarious. on the movie. All right, and the last one. So so far okay. you have one up. So you I'm, have to I'm get zero. this. No, no, you zero got one. Two. You got Israeli. I cheated. I, I googled it. I doesn't cheated. matter. The audience didn't even attempt it. So <laughs> okay. a cheat. It still cheat counts as a win. Here's the last one. Very tricky. Okay. Very tricky. Chips. I want to niggas. Right, chaps, hold on to your knickers. Oh, lay out. You tossers. <laughs> you had one job to do. <laughs> Any guesses? That was a terrible clue. Really? That's <laughs> that's Don Cheadle from the movie Ocean's Eleven. Oh, can you play it again? <laughs> All 32 seconds, yeah. All 32 seconds. All right, chips. I'm on to your knickers. Hold on to your knickers. And the alarm goes off. Leave it out. Leave it out. You tossers. <laughs> you had one job to do. You tossers, you had one oh, job. Oh, one to- job to do. Yes. Uh, English. English. UK. Correcto. Well, Correcto. You win. UK. <laughs> you got. Was two. it UK? It was. It was English. Was okay. Yes. In the UK. Okay. Cool. Yes. There we go. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tabulate the scores, which won't take that long. <laughs> <laughs> It'll take approximately two minutes, which coincidentally is as long as our next break. And when you do listen to this next break, you will hear a little clip of Jess Miller doing some stand up. And then when we come back, we're going to ask Jess the three questions I ask of all my guests about your first time, your best time. And your worst time. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Radio Irregardless, and we will be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem Mass in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or co-workers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. I mean, if she wants the hootie-tootie lifestyle of dating a famous comic, she's got to deal with a private shame being exploited for cheap laughs. I had a black guy come up to me and he said, I used to be you before I came here. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck does that mean? You used to be a gay white fat chick? (laughs) We're really good friends now. And he 
got a question for you. I said, oh. He's like, um, if you're straight and you talk to a gay person, will that turn you gay? I said, sometimes. And go like this. <laughs> You're fucked. You're back in Radio Air Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and the aforementioned Jess Miller with her gay mm. glitter, gay and up glitter. getting everybody gay. <laughs> <laughs> I miss when gay was actually used as a happy term. You know? You never, you know, you can't even say, you can't even say gay anymore. No, you can't say, you can't say it. I had a friend actually text me today. He said he would send me something when he got homo. And I was like, <laughs> really? Is that a text? Well, when you get homo, let me know. Was <laughs> Tell me it was a... He was like, I didn't mean it like that. I'm like, yeah, I know. Was, yeah, yeah. Fucking spell check. Yeah. <laughs> now Surrey Surrey made Nailed me gay. <laughs> oh, so I uh, I tabulated the scores and the funny thing was you won. Yes. You won. So you well... will, you'll get the winning song. Here we go. <laughs> That's awesome. You awesome. win. Thank you so perfect. much. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> well, not, not exactly perfect. You didn't get the three out of three. You, and you, yeah. you kind of cheated with one of them, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, well, I, you know, I got one out of three, technically. Yeah, well. I didn't cheat on the third one. But the audience didn't even take a swat at it. They're probably busy. No. Wait a minute, Jason says, damn, my mom called. Sorry, I missed the game. <laughs> Really? I didn't want I I thought you were on listening. That's fine. Anyway, but before we let you go, Jess, I would like to, and before we promote you even more. And again, you can free stalk her on Twitter. She's at Jess Comedy and Facebook Jess Miller Comedy and the website JessMillerComedy.com. So it's like a progression of stalking. You just graduate yeah. to stalking. Um, now, before I let you go and tell us uh, what you got upcoming shows, because I know you get your calendar on your website and everything, but please, if you wouldn't mind, tell me and my lovely listeners about your first time on stage, your best time on stage, and your worst time on stage. And please, do it in that order because the first is a great story the best is an amazing story and the worst is going to be the story that puts you in misery which makes me laugh the hardest <laughs> okay uh well the first time i was on stage was at caroline's on broadway that was your um, first time that, that was my first time i took a class at caroline's to get over stage fright because i was in theater <laughs> so <laughs> and i really don't have stage fright then why'd you take the class? Because I needed to get past my stage fright that I did have, okay. that I thought I had. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if that makes any sense, you know, no. I just started theater. No. So I uh, I was like, oh, I'm going to really take this class. And and I did it. And then I, you know, it, I kind of got hooked. Okay. When when people laughed, I was like, holy shit, that's the most amazing thing in the world. Isn't it? Oh. <laughs> uh, the best, best show I've ever had. I think my shows keep getting better. It's sort of a toss-up between yours and uh, the Funny Bone at Syracuse. I headlined there. Oh wow! Um, and that was fantastic. Um, well, that yeah. I, that I appreciate. I can thoroughly yeah. appreciate that. I well, mean, you I'm know, a- you get you get better every time you do it. So yeah. Um, 
<laughs> as long as I'm not bombing, it's my best show. My last show was my best show. Um, <laughs> and my worst was also at Caroline's. That was my, it was the first time I did a new talent night. And I was so excited that my, my voice went up about three octaves <laughs> and I was talking super fast. And so no one understood my jokes because it was, ah, da, 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 and it was like, boom. And there's like, no, why aren't you laughing? <laughs> so that was yeah I, I can't even watch that tape it was so awful so i i learned from that to slow down you know no matter how anxious or excited i get just slow down let people understand you yeah it was, it was a very long five minutes <laughs> i thought i was gonna die or pee myself i wasn't sure which people always <clears throat> people always go oh what comedy must be so fun and i'm like no it's it's so much work it's It's so much work work. and the best part about it is i think i was actually i think todd berry showed up to that show uh i think todd berry and maybe judah friendlander had been on that show and i was like oh my god (laughs) i would have been you know like seriously like this is my first time really doing you know like a Mm -hmm. new talent kind of thing at caroline's and i was just like I just shit it. I just sucked a dick. And you bump in with those guys and, you know. Yeah. I've sucked sucked a few dicks in my life. (laughs) What? Yeah, well, you know, comedy dicks. Oh, comedy. Who's? Who's? I don't know. No, 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 comedian. Never never fuck a comic. Actually, you can fuck a comic. Just don't date one. Oh. No, I never, never, never. Don't, don't, don't. That's a marriage made in hell. Don't. I tell that to everybody all the time. Yeah, yeah, I don't, don't know that I would ever date a comic. Fucking comics. Don't don't date comics. Don't uh. It makes me kinda sad though sometimes because the guys never hit on me. <laughs> but you can date a girl. <laughs> you can date a comic. Yeah. No, they don't they don't hit on me either. Really? Yeah. Well you yeah, know I have st- a bit of a complex about it right now. I'm like, well, wow. Well statistically you would have to for, for, let's let's just play the odds. Uh, women in comedy average about I think it's like eight to twelve percent. Is it that it's that high? It's it's oh my god yeah it's probably higher than that. I'm really gauging it low. Wow. I mean it's, if there's okay. if there's a hundred if there's ten thousand male if there's ten thousand comics in uh, say say there's twenty thousand comics in the United States at least. <laughs> I'd say eight, five to eight thousand of them are women. Really, that many? Oh, I, I yeah, yeah. Wow. I would, I wow. would say, it, okay. I, I would say that. I mean, I bumped into more female. I mean, certainly it's like one out of ten. So you, even if you figure it's ten percent, say ten yeah, percent. Say okay, so women comics. I mean, how many, how many comics did you have on your show on Friday night? Uh, six. Six, and I was the only female. Yeah, and on Thursday, I only had uh, one female as well. I here's right, the thing. Yeah, I got, uh, I got. Um, I got about 45 or 50 submissions, and there were only four, maybe five women. So, yeah. submitted? So, yeah. about 10%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would be surprised if there were five to 8,000 female comics. Yeah. Well, if, I'm sure that there are, but it doesn't seem like it sometimes. Well, so if you play the average and you say, well, if 10% of the comedy environment is women, that's fine. So you're you you have a it's a very low percentage. Then you have to figure <laughs> there's gay women doing I love comedy. How you're doing the math on this shit. Yeah, you're like you're <laughs> averaging like maybe a one and a half, maybe a maybe a two percent. You're like no, no. Like yeah. I better I get a better shot. I <laughs> you really do. You really do. No, and I'm not that attractive. Anyway. Well, plus my girlfriend goes with me everywhere. So yeah, yeah. And you guys she seem sort like of you're really happy. That. How long you but guys? That's been a good together? thing. That's a good thing. How long have you been together? uh 15 years oh my god yeah did we have this conversation about marrying her 
What's that? Oh yeah, we did. We we shouldn't have this conversation on air <laughs> again. <laughs> we had this the convers- convers- We had the conversation about why don't you marry her? <laughs> oh yes, yes. Yeah, yes, we yes. did. Yeah. Oh, she knows about it. She knows because I'm afraid of commitment. <laughs> yeah, 15 years. It's a joke. It's like it's like just do it. And then it was well, you know, we'll we'll get married when it's when it's legal in all 50 states. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> So we joke about it. So I'm going to have a personal bet with you. What gets legal in all 50 states first? Gay marriage or pot? Gay marriage is is already legal in all 50 states. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that was like last year. I should know this because I'm gay. I thought there were still Um, two states that were out. No, it's it's a law. Gay state, straight state. (laughs) I got to move to a... I would move to a blue... All states should be purple or pink. <laughs> you know, that would make things so much nicer. <laughs> it would. Oh and you God. know, and we've and this has been a very nice show and unfortunately I got to wrap it up. But Jess, it was such a pleasure having you on and it was such Thank a you, great Mark. pleasure having you with the comedy festival. And I, had a blast. Uh, I hope there's a, I hope our paths can cross again. Maybe I'll be maybe I'll take a trip out to Western Mass and just crash one of your shows or some point we'll work something out or I'll get you yeah, up here and book something so. But guys, that'd be awesome. this is Jess Miller. Oh, I'm sorry. What do you got coming up? I meant to do that. What do you got coming oh, up yeah. over the next couple of weeks? Uh, let's see. I have, uh, a couple, f- quite a few fundraisers. One's one is, uh, the Saturday provided that it doesn't snow. Uh, <laughs> weathermen are pretty bad at predicting snow. So yeah. it's 50, 50 chance. Uh, well, so that's where Westfield, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. Chicopee at Cabot comedy club, Pookie Lau on February 10th, uh, hearts for heroes, which is a fundraiser for veterans on February 13th at the Elks in Springfield. Very nice. Doing a couple shows at Westover air, air reserve base and, uh, helping hands for Haiti, which is a fundraiser at the hooky at the end of February. Nice. So, but you can find everything on my website, justmillercomedy.com backslash calendar. I was just gonna, I was just gonna say that. Oh, and just, uh, Jason is actually in, um, he works. There's a winery, Ravens Hollow. He was actually trying to be a sponsor for the comedy festival. Who is that? Uh, Jason, one of the listeners. He actually uh, he, oh, cool. he he works at uh, uh, Ravens Hollow Winery. I've, he's been a guest on the show, and he's a he's a gr- good friend. And he comes in, and we do wine tasting on air. Awesome. Yeah, and we get really drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I would, yeah, that would be a fun show. Yeah, yeah, we should do that. Actually, I could do it on location sometimes. I, I would try that. You know what I could do? I could go out there, do a show from the Hukilau, and have him right there, and we could do a, we could do the wine tasting and wrap it up. I will put that together. I would love to do that. Yeah, let's talk. Let's. That talk. would. Oh my god, fun. that Jason! I just thought of my next remote. That's gonna be fun. <laughs> But oh my God, and we got we got to do this. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to clap and thank Jess Miller for being part of the show. And again, I hope our paths cross. I know they will. And good luck with everything. In a fucking young four years in the business and already fucking doing great shit. Unbelievable. Ridiculous. Thanks, Mark. It's been great having you, Jess. Hey, and I'll I'll talk to you soon. Okay, you too. All Thanks. right. Good night. Bye. Jess Miller, everybody. Oh my God, so funny. <laughs> 
so funny. Hey, guys, we've had a good show, and uh, I thank you, as always, for being part of it. This weekend, even though it is going to snow, I do not have any shows. Uh, I in the oh, It's an oversight, to be honest with you. I was so concentrated on last weekend's Salem Comedy Spirits Festival that I did not book this weekend. And uh, it's actually probably a good thing, because the snow probably would have canceled one of my shows anyway. Or Anyway, but guys, as always, thank you for being a part of Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. And as always, if you want to be a part of the show, you can always just call up. Yeah, you can. You can call the hotline, 978-219-9294. Email me at radioirregardless at gmail.com. And again, anything. You want to sponsor? You want to goof? You want to fuck with me? Go ahead. I don't care. Hey, guys. Been a great week. We'll see you next time. This has been Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests as well as all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content property of MS Enterprises and copyrighted 2015. Listen to previously aired episodes of Radio Irregardless by downloading from iTunes. Thank you for listening.